everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> don't, we all, don't we all know that Happy Monday is an oxymoron? Like, nope. It's never Happy Monday. Like, if you say Happy Friday, that's something. Yes, those words go together. Happy Monday, that's just like... We're just trying Nobody's to being through. sincere. It's just one of those things that you say, like when you work with people or interact with people regularly. Like you just say I always it. think that the case of the Mondays is the funniest one. Like that's the one you just say. You have a case of the Mondays. See, I would probably want to punch someone if they said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll have you know that my depression lasts all week long, okay? It is not limited to Mondays. Oh Thank my you. God. OMG. Today I did have a call and I was like, they're like, are you okay? They did the whole, how you doing? You okay? I was like, a question. Do you think I'm in a depressive era? She goes, are you? Because you said it and I'm just, I was like, whoa, I'm not. I'm good. I don't, I thought there's anything wrong with being in a depressive era, but I'm not in one. So it's okay. Now I need to know <laughs> because anyone who's listened to this podcast long enough or knows us knows that we have two very different um, constitutions. I want to know what it is that you could have done or been acting like that would lead someone to think that you were in a depressive era. I don't what happened? know. I think I said hello weird. I'm not sure. I, did you geez. did you do your Ross from Friends? <laughs> Maybe Hi. I did. Hi. Maybe I Sometimes did you do that. Sometimes you do that. But I did confirm I'm not in a depressive era. Um, I've bought all the things I needed to buy and um, they've arrived. Including and that means new... you're not in a depression. Oh, no, no, no. If I was still waiting for them, I would be. But no, I'm good. Oh, I see. I see. You never gave me details on your fabulous Disney experience. It was good. It was good. It was hot AF. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that I said on this here podcast that I would not be riding the roller coasters. I rode them all. (laughs) Oh, wow. Were they scary? No, because I learned. So I was with a like small group of people. And one of the people in the group is like a Disney person. Like she lives like 10 minutes away from Disney. She grew up going to Disney. As an adult, she goes to Disney at least once a week. So like we went to Disney. We went to Disney on a Wednesday and she had just been there on Friday. She goes so, once a week. I just yeah, so, feel like that. Well, How? you know what? That's that's her life, whatever. We all yeah. do stupid things. Or not stupid things. We do things with our time that other people may not do with our time. I probably wouldn't be able to go to Disney that often, but yeah. she does and she loves it. And so because we were with a person who's like a real Disney, like a Disney head, she knew everything. And she knew the best way to like get us into certain lines. And like we we bought the fast passes and blah, blah, blah. And so because of that, I was able to ask her like, hey, I don't really love like crazy intense roller coasters, like the ones that put you upside down. And she said, well, there's none here that will do that. (laughs) Like Disneyland doesn't have big coasters like that. So to the extent that people who like roller coasters don't like Disneyland because the rides are not really that. So they have like two 
that are open right now that could be considered more of their roller coasters, which are Space Mountain and the Matterhorn. And I rode both of them. Oh. Yeah, it was cool. And then I, I did a bunch of like all the other rides, basically, um, or all the ones we were able to get to in 16 hours. Um, wow. But I That's know, wild. right? That is right? wild. But, did you get any pictures with any of the characters? No. And I could not tell you how little I care about that. <laughs> not at all um but we watched the parade and then at the end of the day we stayed till the fireworks show I, the fireworks were amazing like i was i was like it's fireworks how could it but no it it was real good and one thing that made me kind of not sad but like honestly more like mad is <laughs> we were in some ride it was like one of the star wars rides and I was like, oh, this is incredible. This whole thing, like all these rides are incredible. The the fireworks displays are incredible because they show clips from all the movies and stuff and they make it into the story. And all of this started because a writer wrote this. A writer made these stories that spanned into these bajillion dollar empires that made Disneyland exist. Disneyland would not exist without writers. Mm -hmm. And so it just made me frustrated as a person who is still on strike. And not only that, but like, you know, as the strike continues, the, you know, quote unquote, other side is trying to paint writers as if we're asking for too much and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, honestly, we're not asking for enough because mm -hmm. none of this would exist without us. And that pisses me off. But Overall, it was fun. Um, it was a good experience. And then I straight up died the next day. Like, I slept more than I have ever slept, probably, in, in one time. To the point where I thought I was sick. I was like, what is happening? Granted, I haven't been sleeping a whole lot lately. So that probably uh, contributed to it. But it also is because of my allergies. Like, I spent way too much time outside and my body was like, Shut it down. Shut um, it down. But yeah, shut it, it down. Everything. But if you if you come and you want to go to Disney, I, I I feel comfortable saying we can go to Disney. Oh, good. I do. If that's go. what you want to do, I don't. I do. I've wanted to go forever, but I also want to do like the real silly things, like go get a makeover and oh. like, have tea with the princesses. Like, that's what I want to do. I don't want to go on no ride. Uh, oh. Or unless we do the teacups. Well, they, oh, see, I didn't do the teacups, but they have some cool rides that are like, like, I would say the majority of the rides we went to were kind of like silly. Like there's a, like a, fuck, what was it? A Snow White ride. There's like a Mickey ride in Toontown or whatever. It was cool. Sure. It's, it's cool stuff. I just don't like the stuff that goes high. If it's high, I don't want it. So you're just saying it doesn't go high. Like a lot of them. They're on the floor. Most of them do not. Okay, cool. I would say the only one is Space Mountain. But in Space Mountain, you're kind of just in the dark. So you don't really know where you are. It just, it gives you the feeling of being high. But in reality, it's just because it's dark and disorienting. Because it makes you think you're in space. <laughs> and then the Matterhorn is the one I was like, I don't necessarily want to go on that one because it's super bumpy and everyone knows it's really bumpy and it's fast. And I was like, oh, but it's like literally 90 seconds to two minutes long. Were there times while I was on the ride that I was like, is this how I die? Sure. Oh, but yeah. I am dramatic. I'm very dramatic. So... <laughs> 
No, I'm more, you're dramatic. I live for the dramatic. So <laughs> no, thank you. How wonderful. I'm glad you went. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, Beyonce was <gasps> phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And in essence, I do think, you know, what I don't like about the world is that they always need to compare people. And a lot of people on Instagram and TikTok keep comparing her to um, the Taylor Swift experience. I've... And I just, I really don't like that because. It's so stupid I, and unnecessary. Yeah. Especially because it's such a different sound and whole kind of show i mean i obviously did not go to taylor swift that i am not her target but beyonce was phenomenal i so glad with my outfit it worked out so well the only thing that messed up was my fan it broke in the middle right before he did and i was like well damn and um but our mute was good. Manny did not mess up the mute. He was like, I'm not going to do it. I'll, I'll leave this in so we can redeem him on the podcast. So yes. People don't redeemed. think he sucks. And yeah. it actually was one of my f- favorite, I guess, concerts in a long time. Because, I don't know, our area, I think, was just pretty chill. Like, not everybody was, like, getting drunk or super crazy. Uh, I was able to sit down when I wanted to because, you know, your girl can't stand for too much. And um, it was just nice. It was just, like, people were so, like, affirming. Like, you look great, queen. Oh, my God, you look so beautiful. So it was just an ex- a nice experience. I yeah. hope everybody gets to experience her. I know she's put out the call for everybody to wear silver. So go on ahead. If you have your, if you don't have your outfit, you still have time to get your silver on, but it was a great show. And it was so funny because like not knowing Beyonce, I don't know her, obviously. I don't know her child, but the pride I felt seeing Ms. Blue Ivy come out and like, have so much more confidence than the first time she did mm-hmm. her to dance and like seeing her where she is now. I just thought it was so cute. I was like, oh my God, my little niece. <laughs> I'm not I'm not jealous that you got you to are. see Blue Ivy and I did not <laughs> get to see her. Um no, it's fine. It's fine. Beyonce plays games, okay? She she, she plays too damn much. And I don't appreciate it. I still love her, but she messes around too much, and I don't like that. I mean, Atlanta did get, I will say. Uh, no. Some people have said that this is the one that is going to be on the documentary. I think all of it's going to be on the documentary, but y'all, they did go hard for Atlanta all three nights. Mm-hmm. She had mm-hmm. new costumes. She had um, three songs that she hasn't done in Mm-mm. all the other places. We got blue. She did the Dubai Drunken Love. She did Dubai Drunken Love. She did too. Just whatever whatever i'm over her i'm sick of her just kidding just kidding you are very much kidding because she's phenomenal all right so now it's time for seat on screen where we did the movie what happens in vegas yes yes you know i am somebody who watches movies over and over again this was not a movie i watched a lot more than the first i think or maybe second time because i think i watched the first one didn't really pay attention watched the second time and i don't think i retained anything from this movie because <laughs> i was watching I was like oh right yeah <laughs> like no judge would say this. Like, that's where I was really stuck on. What judge? Okay, we'll just start. Do the premise. Do the premise. Okay. So, 
whatever. The premise of this is Cameron Diaz plays a high-powered stockbroker or something, trader, I don't know, um, named Joy. And she is very type A. She's very regimented. She's engaged to a man named Mason, played by jason sudeikis and so the movie starts with them and she like makes him a smoothie and it's his birthday and we're supposed to be like we're supposed to think she's annoying but really i just think he's a douchebag because he seems annoyed that she made him a smoothie i'm like she doesn't have to make you a fucking smoothie before work dude but she's like oh maybe we can set a date for the wedding and it's clear that he does not want to do that so anyway hater hater so later that day or whatever she's planned a surprise party for him in his apartment and she's like organizing it all, whatever. She turns off the light. She's like, okay, he's going to come in. And it's funny because she's like, okay, so I'm going to turn off the lights and then I'm going to bring him in and then I'm going to open or turn on the lights and then everyone yells surprise. And her best friend is like, oh, that's how a surprise party works. Thank you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, Classic. And so she's bringing Jason, no, Mason into Mason, the apartment. Jason. But Mason stops her in the hallway and he's like, no, no, I got to get this out right now. Like, I got to say it. And she's like, okay, we'll just say it later. Like, let's go inside. And he refuses and basically just dumps her right there in the hallway while all of their friends are listening in the dark. So sad. So sad. So she has been dumped. And then meanwhile, Ashton Kutcher plays Jack. And he is a woodworker wood shop he works in a wood shop i actually changed what he did in my head and like confused it with i think another movie so i was like oh yeah doesn't he live off a settlement of some sort that's where my mind was i had no idea what he was even after he got fired like i was like oh i don't know what he does okay so apparently according to wikipedia he's a carpenter which i don't think so jesus so we we catch up to him at his carpentry job which appears to be some sort of factory i don't know i but thought they were outside with the dad like... were... no but they were inside weren't they girl i, really I don't know outside. oh it doesn't matter he's dicking around at work and his boss comes up and is like are you dicking around again you're fired and he's like no no i'll play you for it you can't fire me and he's like yeah i just did blah 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 this is your millionth chance Anyway, uh, his boss decides he will accept the offer to play him for it in a game of one-on-one basketball. And here is where we learn that his boss is his dad. His daddy! Uh, Daddy issues. They're playing one-on-one and Jack is, well, uh, Jack Jr., Ashton Kutcher, is winning. But then his dad starts winning and Ashton Kutcher is like, it's fine. I give up or whatever. And his dad's like, you know what? That's your problem. You always take yourself out of the game when it gets too hard. And That's I was like, right. damn. Okay. Foreshadowing. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it, so because his dad wins the game, Ashton Kutcher is fired from his job. Although it doesn't seem that serious. Cause it feels like he still has money. He's That's why really I care. thought he had a settlement. <laughs> no. So in a, you know, Random occurrence of events. Ashton Kutcher, Jack, and Cameron Diaz, Joy, go with their best friends separately. They don't know each other yet. To Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Correct. And while in Vegas, 
a bunch of stuff happens that we don't need to talk about, but the end of it is that Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz, why do I not say their names? Jack and Joy. <laughs> Jack and Joy end up married. And what? they... What? Like you missed the big chunk of why they ended up together. They are fucking drunk. I don't... Like, that's clear. I, I thought that was clear. They get drunk and they start connecting with each other and she tells him that she got dumped and he tells her that he lost his job and blah blah blah. they're confiding in each other it's just a very short little sequence and then it ends with them waking up married and she goes to meet him at the buffet with his friends and her friends um and she's like okay well obviously we're gonna have to get an annulment or something and meanwhile he's already been talking to his friend who is allegedly a lawyer saying like yeah. i we gotta get a divorce or an annulment whatever so it's clear that they both want this but then when they get to breakfast why do they suddenly become antagonistic towards each other can you help me out there? i don't remember <laughs> i it's just like i think she, he was like let's he was like calling her baby she's like don't call me baby and then they were just bickering and like this is never gonna work and then that's when they started arguing i mean I, there wasn't really like a thing that happened other than them starting to fight so. yeah i i feel like somehow it like spiraled out of control to the point where by the end they're they hate each other and they're like i can't wait let's get this thing completely like taken care of so we never have to talk to each other again and they're talking in front of a slot machine where she's playing uh with actual quarters which you do not do anymore um and so she walks away in a huff and he takes her quarter and puts it in the machine and suddenly all the lights start going off because he has won the jackpot mm-hmm. and this is the part million dollars. three million dollars this is the part where i felt like i remembered it because i'd watched it but i actually think it may be in the trailer where mm. she's walking away and she hears the jackpot and then she turns around yeah um that may be in the trailer but i also may have seen this i don't know it came out in 2008 in case we didn't say that um so now she's like well that's my quarter because the whole time he's like celebrating with the casino the checks in his name blah 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 and she's like well that's my quarter and he's like well i played it wasn't you like you'd walked away she's like yeah no but i it was my quarter and i'd warm the warmed up the machine for you and he's like yeah whatever i'm not splitting this with you and then she reminds him that they're actually married mm-hmm. and so they go to court right and this is where all yes. legality is just <laughs> gone and lost. Right, right. And I just don't understand how anybody... That, this is what I texted you. I was like, how is this a plot of a movie? So in this part, the, the judge is... Oh my gosh, I forgot his name already. It Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller, who was at the time, it was a pretty big cameo to have Dennis Miller on the screen. And I think that's why this he comes cast in. is stacked. Like there's yeah, a lot of people in this cast. Wild. I'm like, wait a minute. So um Dennis Miller is hearing the case and he hears that they're bickering and that they don't want to be with each other. So he's like, I'm gonna make it. <laughs> that you all have to stay married for six months and then figure out your issues and then and only then will i grant you a divorce and then you can split the money which is insane 
who in <laughs> who in any scenario would make people stay married for any time period whatsoever. Yeah, this isn't but, um this isn't a real this doesn't have any sort of legal precedent. No. Um it makes no sense. And he also um requires that they go to a couple's counselor. A couple counselor and that who has to check Played in. Played by Queen that. Latifah. Right. When Queen Latifah <laughs> showed I was like, what? I was also like, wait a minute. Did everybody get a check for this? This is wild. So they have to do weekly sessions. And if they don't show up, they will get reported to the court. On top of this, they are forced to live together as well. Because she doesn't have a place to live anymore. But he does. So they're forced to live together. When they get there, there's a couch and then like a rollerway bed or a Murphy bed or something. A Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. And so they obviously are bickering because of that. And then the biggest thing, which is so disgusting and crude and nasty, um, Joy keeps using the bathroom for super extended periods of time. So instead of waiting, Jack uses a, the actual sink to relieve himself. On In actual the kitchen, dishes. the kitchen sink. Yeah, it's so nasty. And then she retaliates, or no, he retaliates by um, removing the door from the bathroom, but also removing the toilet seat from the toilet. And she falls right in, which also, how small is Cameron Diaz that she's falling into a toilet like that? Relax. I mean, she's she pretty small. She's she she real small, but boy, I tell you. Um, so that was weird. And then they have to do these meetings every week. So they hate each other, hate each other, hate each other. And then they try to trick each other because mm-hmm. if he cheats, this is also part of the damn thing if anybody cheats then they are disqualified from the money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again who what court would allow There's, for this this is not a real court <sighs> this is not i i feel like this isn't even a real judge honestly it's, it's not it could not be dennis miller rolled up as dennis, dennis <laughs> miller and said give me a rope so then we see them trials and tribulations but guess what roomies get comfortable with each other and they start helping each other first Cameron, i mean joy needs to have somebody because she is trying to get a promotion at her job and the boss really wants to meet her husband jack jack comes to this big meeting that they have this little retreat and blows everybody away including all of the c-suite so that's putting her in a good position at work to get the job that she wants to be a even higher power trader stalker person. And then oh Jack over here wants to impress his parents because his parents know he doesn't finish anything. But this marriage, he's gonna finish it. She impresses them. They end up really supporting each other. But one thing, and this is where I also, I guess I wasn't paying attention either. <laughs> I think Jack got in contact with Mason to try to yes. bring him back so that he can try to get Joy back. Yes. Jack is trying to... This is still in the part of the movie where Jack is trying to get out of this agreement. And one way they could get out of it is if Joy left him for to get back with Mason. So he goes... So this whole time, Joy has been keeping her engagement ring that Mason gave her. And she's still wearing it. And he's like, you're not over him. And she's like, I am. And he's like, well, then why are you wearing the ring? So she takes the ring off and like puts it on a shelf under something 
Um, and he finds it when he's trying to get back at her, decides to take it to Mason. I don't know how he really finds him, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and he's like, here, uh, I'm Joy's friend and she wanted me to give this to you. Um, and he basically tells Mason that Joy's actually doing great. Cause Mason's like, she's probably doing really poorly, huh? Like she's probably gained some weight, which like, okay, we already didn't like this dude. Like shut up. But, uh, Jack mentions to Mason that they're going to be at some park for his family's something or other. Oh yeah. And so Mason shows up and is like trying to get back with Joy or just trying to see how Joy is. And she's like not giving him the time of day. But in this little park gathering, Joy, this is like maybe one of the first times where Joy sees Jack as like not a terrible person because he like loves his niece so much and is like such a good guy around her and blah, blah, blah. And Joy, Joy's like, oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Which is like, okay, the bar is in hell. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's where the ring comes into play. Uh, that's pretty early on in their like experiment and then what you were saying comes at the end or towards the end where jack and joy have kind of like they're kind of on the same team now and they are you know falling in love with each other slash bonding blah 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 and it's the day of the court hearing they're final they're after six months after six months so they're about to go do it they're about to go say we've been together for six months you can guarantee that we and Queen Latifah's on stage saying, I have seen many, many couples, and this is the couple that's gonna make it. And Joy had just seen Mason right before she got into the court, and he reproposes with the rings. She gets really, really upset. And she's like, she, How did you get this? Yeah. And when she gets in there and they decree that they can split the money, decree. she whispers to her lawyer and says i don't want any of it which also why would you do that girl if you're going to go through all this heartache at least get your 1.5 bang or it was something but would less. they have gotten it yeah somehow it was less it but was less, if yeah. they sorry there's like a plane flying by but if she had continued to like uh accept the settlement or whatever would they have had to stay married or would they have got would they have been able to get divorced I believe they were able to get divorced. From my I don't know what the, this random judge's rules yes. are for. I think they just needed to stay together for six months. That's so and stupid. Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> it sense. was just like also who would? I mean, I'm still as an adult who has to deal with a lot of lawyers and has seen some court cases. This would never happen. It's just so dumb. But either None way, of it would ever happen. One thing about this courtroom scene, which I just thought was so weird, was that. It's supposed to just be like an interpersonal like relationship conflict that they have with this fake ass judge. But the courtroom is packed as if it's the trial of the century. Oh my God. (laughs) Who are these people? Like not only are there people there, but they're invested in this particular case. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Why? It was wild. It was very jarring. This cannot be real. What in the world? So, uh, anyways, they get a divorce. Uh, she doesn't want the money, but they end up together at the end anyway. And if you have a spoiler, sorry, but this movie came out literally decades ago. So, 15 years ago. You'll be okay. Watch it if you want. Uh, <laughs> rom-com fine. level, is- it was fine. I, you know, 
And I thought it was cute that they made something like this concept, but it was like weird because like, why would that happen? But it's one of those things like you start dating after you're married. And yes. Fun. And I like, I, I will say that premise, even though it's so outlandish, maybe because it's so outlandish, it works for me. I'm just like, yeah, I'm into it. But in this movie, the way they did it, I guess they were trying to like, um, make it fresh. But the thing about like the money and the, that, that felt so forced to me, whereas the premise is already forced. Like it usually people elope and then they have to stay married for whatever reason. It's right. the inventing of the reason that you have to be like kind of creative in, but this one almost felt too creative. Cause I was like, this, it was too much. It's, it's requiring a lot of bending of like legal precedent and others. <laughs> and we are factual... clearly bothered by that. Right. And we're not even legal scholars. No, uh, but never. cause like I've, I think I've read or maybe I saw something where it was a similar premise, but then, the reason they have to stay married is because like so-and-so is going to inherit some money if they're married and this works out for them or blah, blah, blah. Or there's the whole friends thing where Ross doesn't <laughs> want another divorce. <laughs> oh, classic episode, which thank you for bringing up friends. Cause I have a little something, something for the later combo, but boy, I tell you when Ross does it, submit the papers for annulment that also made me upset because i was like rachel in what world do you think that an annulment will just happen because somebody turned in a piece of paper without your signature on it? <laughs> i just need i know we're not lawyers we are not about the law but there's certain things that should be common knowledge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't just get a divorce because you want one and you have to sign something. But funnily enough, there is precedent in Dominican divorces. Technically, it could be one person who signs to get a divorce. I clearly, uh, despite, you know, all evidence of the contrary in this episode, I clearly do not know very much about the law. Because I know that it's a common thing where, like, both people have to sign the divorce papers because that's been used as like a whatever, a trope or whatever, a plot point in a lot of things. But surely, can can you not just go through with the divorce? Why can't you get a divorce because one person wants a divorce? I would argue that what the fuck is happening outside? <laughs> I would argue that so one popular? it's so, like, I live in a metropolitan area, clearly. Um, <laughs> You've been to my neighborhood. <laughs> you know it's not that. But I would argue that one person wanting a divorce should be enough for a divorce. Mm-hmm. Is that right. not? That is right. Unfortunately, like I, like we don't know, and we're not providing legal advice on this non-legal podcast. Yes, I think that it's all based on when property um. is included in an act that is supposed See, this is the problem religion and law were supposed to always be separate but the patriarchy has always said that there is property in exchange with signatures and hence forthwith you need two people to sign in usual american courts i'm not saying all of them because i'm not part of all of them but there are some cases in other countries that you only need one person to sign 
Hence why so many people are then left in the lurch when they find out that their partner has divorced them and they weren't privy to that information. Okay, yes. I do think that you shouldn't just be able to divorce someone without alerting the other person that you're divorcing them at the very least. I just mean like if you can't get a signature because that person is being an asshole and won't sign it, I think you should still be able to get a divorce. But Or that other movie we watched, wow, for us not being a legal, a legal podcast, we do talk about divorce a lot. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama, yeah. I was going to say, that, that was a big that plot point of that. Right. But um, I don't know what I was going to say. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I think that... This movie was fine. I, w- I went into it, you know, I I hardly ever like anything. Certainly not these movies from the mid to late aughts where I feel like there was a lot of movies that were just like real bad. Whereas this one, I felt like it was decent. And, you know, Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher are great. And they had a great supporting cast. Zach Galifianakis is in this movie randomly. He is. Um, he plays a, a friend, I was trying to remember. a tangential oh. friend. Yes, who wants her contact information. Oh, yeah, he has a big crush on Joy. Floor. So Yeah, weird. it's funny. Um, but I thought it was good. It was good enough for the most part for a rom-com that came out yeah. in 2008. There's definitely some parts of it where they, you know, use some verbiage and say some things that I'm like, oh, we don't, mm, mm-hmm. no, we don't definitely. say that. We don't, but it was, let's you not know, call it was people that, but... Yes, we've we've certainly watched more problematic things. And this one is about as problematic as you would expect for a movie in 2008. Um, not more so. Not like, oh, God, I can't even watch this anymore. But yeah, it was fine. It was mm-hmm. fun enough. What did you find on Al Gore's internet? Okay, so... Usually what I do is I will go to Am I the Asshole on Reddit and I'll choose whatever is popping that day. Today, I'm actually going to read also an Am I the Asshole, but this is one that spawned some discourse on the internet this week. So it's been popular this week. um, And I thought it was like, I've seen so many takes about it that I was like, I have to read this one. Let me know if you have heard of the chocolate cake scenario. I don't think so. For oh. right now, I don't know. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay, so let me pull this up. Am I the asshole for being honest with my girlfriend when she asked a question about the birthday cake she made me? I, 34 male, had a birthday just yesterday, and my girlfriend, 36 female, offered to bake me a cake. I told her that I would prefer a chocolate cake, a devil's food cake with chocolate icing and nothing fancy. She is usually a great baker. And I guess she thought that that wasn't sophisticated enough or something. So she baked me a chocolate cake with vanilla icing between the two layers of cake, then surrounded in chocolate frosting. The cake was fine, but I was disappointed because it was not what I wanted. She must have noticed and asked me if I was disappointed. So I was honest with her. Yes, I was disappointed. It wasn't the cake I asked for. I said, if I wanted vanilla in a cake, I would have asked for vanilla in a cake. I didn't make a scene. I didn't pout. I even ate half of a slice, the chocolate part. 
She got upset with me and said, but I've made vanilla cake before and you liked it. I pointed out that I don't mind vanilla icing, but it's not what I wanted for my birthday. Her feelings were hurt and she even pulled a, I'm not going to make you a cake or I'm not going to make you any cake next year, which I replied with, I will order my own and get my money back if they don't do it like I want it. Apparently that was the last straw. She asked me to leave later texted me that I embarrassed her in front of her kids and now she won't reply to my messages. I think birthdays are important things and I feel like I was honest with her when she asked me. I didn't want to lie about it. My friend told me I should have been grateful that she made me a cake at all, especially one that I've eaten and liked in the past. Maybe I overreacted a bit, though I don't feel like I did and I hope to get a second opinion. Am I the asshole here? Okay, but that was a pretty giving, okay. But it's giving, you know, it's it's giving me Sheldon vibes. I've been watching a lot of Bing Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And Sheldon, if you all are familiar with the show, is somebody who has a he is on the spectrum and he's very particular about specific things. And if it's not that way, he's not gonna be happy. He's very smart, but he doesn't have um social intelligence and mm-hmm. he's very critical and very direct and very matter of fact and i feel like this is what it was but i think he's a bit of an asshole because there's just unmoving there i think it's true if you want what you want yes and if someone asks you their opinion your opinion you're gonna give it but at the same time, the vanilla is not going to ruin the taste of the cake. That's where I'm like, that's where you're you're doing a lot. Yeah, the vanilla is not going to ruin the taste. And ultimately, vanilla frosting and chocolate frosting are made the same way, except the chocolate one has a little bit of cocoa in it, uh, cocoa powder. Um I have gone back and forth because this was a few days ago and I've read people's like opinions and I, I've been like, okay, I can see it that way, but I can also see it that way. Ultimately, I think if the girlfriend had surprised him with a chocolate cake that she knew was his favorite and it happened to have vanilla in the middle and he didn't love vanilla, but it's fine. And then he acted like a dick about it. I think that he would for sure be the asshole. In this situation, though, she asked him what he wanted. And he was very specific in what he wanted. And, like, maybe she didn't think that the vanilla in the middle was going to be that big of a deal. She probably didn't think that. Um, I do think you're right in that this could potentially be a person who is on the spectrum, maybe. Um But in that case, I feel like she would have known that. Like, she would know, like, hey, maybe don't deviate from the thing you said you were going to do. But all of that, I feel like, could be forgiven or excused. And, like, she wouldn't be the asshole. It's the part, this is the part that tips me over into him not being an asshole. Is that she, so she makes him a cake that he doesn't actually want. He still eats the cake. He just doesn't eat the part that he doesn't want. And... He doesn't say anything. She asks him if he's disappointed. And he says, yes, this is what I wanted. Or this isn't what I wanted. And then she takes that and turns it around as 
to her being the victim and like my feelings are hurt you're embarrassing me in front of my kids blah 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 when it's like okay well you already didn't do the thing he wanted he was eating it fine you didn't have to call attention to it but you decided to ask if he was disappointed he was honest with you he didn't lie he just said yeah it's not what i wanted and then you're gonna act hurt about it like i feel like that is too much i could see why like yes he's a 34 year old man he shouldn't even be disappointed that she did this but like we can't dictate how people should or shouldn't react like this is how this is what he wanted but he didn't even make a big deal about it like i feel like i've certainly you know my older brother is someone who's extremely picky about food and honestly if it was something like this for him where it was like um the middle layer of something that he didn't want he wouldn't eat the whole thing like any of it whereas this guy i feel like tried to eat around it and still that wasn't enough and she had to like pick at it that's the part where i'm like mm, i don't think that he's an asshole i'm not necessarily saying that she's an asshole but i think that maybe they're not right for each other in this particular case i don't know yeah i mean it's not the biggest deal, but then I also am like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not there. But something that came to mind as you were talking, two things. One, when you're seeing someone make a recipe on Instagram and they literally are like, I want to do this le- recipe, but instead of this, I'm going to add this. Instead of this, I'm going to add this yeah. so that it's not the recipe. And you're like, right. <laughs> but there are some things that you're like, oh, I just need to change this for the greater good of everybody else who's going to eat it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to eat that cake by himself. There's other people there. I kind of feel like I think she did poke a lot more. So it's going to come off ruder than she probably thinks. But at the same time, I I don't know. I'm just like, I like cake. And to me, the the cake part is the best part, not the frosting part. That's just me. So... But she did literally just miss up one part of this. And that's the inside filling. Yeah, I guess. So if it was me, if it was my, like someone made me something and it was one thing off, I personally wouldn't care. It's like, great, they did a thing for me, but I am not that particular of a person when it comes to things that other people are doing for me. That's my personality. I'm not in a relationship with this woman. Presumably she knows that her boyfriend is very particular. And so like, it's easy to say like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like chocolate icing and vanilla icing or frosting or whatever are not really that different. And that's true. They are not that different. So in that case, why wouldn't you just make it with the chocolate fucking icing (laughs) or frosting? Um, Like, don't ask me. I could see this if it's a relationship where they're already maybe not in a great place. Like these sort of, these sorts of fights don't happen in a relationship where everything else is great. Like there's other issues there and this is just the thing that tips it over or what makes people blow up. Like I if if it was a relationship in which I as the, you know, partner felt like I wasn't listened to and like my feelings weren't taken into account, blah 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 then my partner saying, hey, what do you want? And I'll say something very specific. And then they get me something that is almost that thing, but not the specific thing that I asked for. I feel like I would feel some type of way if I I was already feeling like, oh, well, they don't listen to me. They blah, 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 you know? 
No, like absolutely. it's his birthday. Like it is Birthdays ultimately are, not a big deal, but yeah. it was a Birthdays big deal are to always him. Hard because it is that you need to do what the person wants for their birthday. I will say this as someone who's very disappointed on her birthday a lot. I I understand, but I just kind of just stay quiet because like, what difference is going to take? I really wanted a cake from this one specific bakery. I literally asked my friends if we can go celebrate up there. Two of my friends. It's a mm-hmm. it's an hour and a half away, so I knew it was the oh, situation, damn. and they canceled on me, and I could <gasps> never get the cake. So I was I was disappointed. I will say that. That's and sad. it's not like a one that you can just order and they'll deliver it for you. It's an hour and a half away, so you have to go get it. So I was very disappointed. But again, it's not going to change. Like, we can't go. We can't go. So I kind of just eat a lot of that. But that's probably my people-pleasing, you know, trauma. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> trauma. Um... Trauma. Yeah, I think that if if it was a situation where, like, let's say she forgot or didn't realize she was making a double layer cake until she made two layers and was like, oh, crap, I ran out of cocoa powder or something and I don't have enough to for the middle layers. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I truly don't know. I, I feel truly, like because I, I really don't think that this lady is making no thing with cocoa powder. I think she's buying the vanilla thing oh, and the chocolate and the thing. Chocolate. You could have just bought two chocolate maybe. things, right? But like maybe in the in the heat of the baking moment, she didn't have time to go back out. Maybe she ran out of yes, <laughs> I said in the heat of the baking moment. Okay, I'm just saying it. What if she ran out of some ingredient? Let's put aside the fact that logically this makes no sense. But let's say she did it for her own convenience because she ran out of something. In that case, I feel like she could have said, hey, boyfriend, happy birthday. I made you this cake. I know you wanted chocolate on chocolate on chocolate, but I ran out of blah, blah, blah. And I could only do chocolate on chocolate with vanilla. Sorry. I feel like the in that case, the boyfriend would not be as upset as he is here in which she's just like, here's your cake. And then... She's like, what? Are you mad about it? And he's like, well, actually, it's not what I asked. And even then, she doesn't say, oh, well, I ran out of blah, blah, blah. She's just like, I guess I just won't make you a cake again. That, to me, that's all, like, no. I don't... That's where I was like, this is not just a guy being ungrateful that his girlfriend didn't make him the exact cake he wanted. You're right. That part, part, I will say, in another side note, one time, I was asked my opinion about something, and I said, I'm not going to share my opinion. They forced me, well, badgered me. They badgered me to share my opinion. And then said, I hear your opinion, but I don't respect it. And I'm going to do my own thing. And we did not talk for a long time. And I was like, you asked me for, and I, my biggest thing is when you all say you want someone's opinion, just be honest and say you want validation for what you've done, which is a very different thing. Wow. You want me to agree with you on whatever whatever topic it is, whether it's the cake, whether it's a person, whether it's a bad decision. You don't want someone's opinion. You want somebody to say what you're doing is perfectly okay and forgive you for all your sins. And that's not how life works. So, mm-hmm. Well... 
And because of this conversation, I just ordered cake for dessert. So thanks. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was reading this the other day and telling Richard about it. And I was like, I've been reading so much about cake. I want chocolate cake. I still haven't gotten my chocolate cake. I don't even, chocolate cake's not even like my favorite cake. I just, man, people keep talking about chocolate cake. Yeah, I really hope. The thing is where I order from, they do a daily cake. So you don't know what cake you're going to get. It could be oh. coconut or it could be chocolate or it could be tiramisu. Oh. So you just order it? Mm-hmm. It's called daily cake. But it's a surprise. You don't know until it gets there? Yep. I don't like that. What if it's a cake you don't like? I mean, I like all those cakes. So it works out. Okay. That's that is The coconut some... cake is real real spongy and I like it. The chocolate cake is real chocolatey, and I love it. The tiramisu, eh, I like tiramisu. It's not like, but they so usually don't ever send So is it only those three cakes? Yeah. That's, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I just thought it was like any cake we want to make. It could be that, no, and no. you just don't know and what it's And it's typically, be. it hasn't been tiramisu. So if it is, I'll text you. I'll be like, girl, it's tiramisu. Text me. <laughs> let me know if it's chocolate, because that'll know. be... And it's, it this was actually you. chocolate, 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 like oh. filled... take a a picture of it so uh what are you looking forward to or what brought you joy or both what brought me joy was going to disneyland for the first time which we talked about and then what am i looking forward to a few things uh my friend's getting married this weekend yay nuptials yes nuptials basically any sort of wedding related thing that i've done in the past year has been for her so it's been like you know leading up to this she's the bachelorette i went to from cancun for blah 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 so i'm excited to see her get married and to spend time with my friends um and get all dolled up that'll be exciting um and then on monday oh actually the other thing i'm looking forward to is i'm looking forward to a lot of things guys um that's how you know I'm not depressed. Um, hey, not in my, my depressive era. <laughs> one of my best friends from college slash my life is going to be in LA this weekend. And no, I'm not talking about Beyonce. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about my best friend who uh, typically lives in North Carolina, but she's going to be here for a conference. And unfortunately, I won't be here for part of it because I'm going to this wedding. Oops. But there will be uh like a day of overlap where i'll get to see her we are so close that we don't see each other hardly ever which mm-hmm. is fun um to the point where i've never met her fiance uh oh, she's engaged she's been engaged for like yeah for a while so her fiance is also coming out so i'll meet him she's also never met nash so she might meet my dog he will he will be incredibly uh mean to her because that's what he does mm-hmm. yeah sorry but I'm excited to see her after so long and to like, for even just a day, like do stuff with her in LA. That'll be exciting. And then Monday, Labor Day, B-Day, birthday of our queen, Beyonce, who will also be in LA performing this week. And um, she is performing Monday on her birthday. And for the longest time, I'm like, I want to go to the B-Day show I don't have tickets, but I want to go. So I've been like looking at tickets and there's a friend of mine who wants to go and we've kind of just been putting it off. And in my head, I was like, honestly, I might just wait until like the day of or the hour of or whatever and see what I can get then. But I didn't want to propose that to her because she hasn't seen Beyonce. And I know that that's like a super risky thing. 
Um, and so the other day she sent me a voice memo and she was like, Hey, just checking. Like I have a friend who is a, like he scalps tickets and I asked him like, what is the, um, sorry, is scalping t- Is that offensive? I don't know. That- he, I, I just realized I was like, is that okay? Is that legal? I'm, if it is, I'm sorry. He re he's a ticket reseller. Let's call it that. Oh, okay. Um, he's a reseller. And she asked him like, what's the best strategy for getting tickets to an event like this? And he said, honestly, waiting until literally like the show is starting and seeing what you can get and so she proposed that she was like i'm good with that if you are and i was like oh my god i wanted to suggest that but i didn't think you'd go for it so we are moving through the world as if we're going to see beyonce on monday we're gonna get dressed up and we're gonna go yeah we're doing it okay all right so yes okay we are we're just like we're accepting the fact that we may not get the best tickets or we may get really good tickets. We don't know, but. But question, you're far away from this place, right? So you no, have I'm to not. Be... Oh, okay. I don't, I'm not far away from it. And also we, we said like, we may just go there, like get there, okay. honestly. Like we're going to go basically up until the stadium, possibly without tickets. Um, okay. And so we'll see what happens. But even if we got it, like while we were in my living room, um we don't live too far from the stadium okay so cool well perfect yeah well, so yay. we'll see what happens um i'm excited for all of these things and yeah how about you what brought you joy slash what are you looking forward to and or i've just been doing a lot of stuff so that brings me joy all the time just like yeah, getting out of the house is fun and oh. just you know doing the thing but what i am looking forward to is a friend's trivia night that popped up on the radar and I was like oh my gosh I've not ever been to a French trivia night now I'm gonna find my people um whom yes. I've been looking for for a while but um particularly uh today I was able to get like three people on my team and what? they're really into it and they're very excited and it'll be on wednesday night don't actually know what the prize is so i just like signed us up i was like i'm doing it doesn't matter so we're the trying prize to figure... is pride right we're trying to figure out the name uh i think mm. somebody proposed genesis primos because we're all of latinx descent so it is funny so we're gonna see what that looks like and um yeah, we're not, cons- we don't know the name yet, but very excited to do it. And yeah, it's just fun to do fun things. I love that. I definitely misunderstood what you were saying at first because you were like, I'm looking forward to a friend's trivia night. And I thought you meant like a friend of yours was hosting no, a trivia. Sorry, but I get it. Theme. No, I get it. Yes, yeah, no, I get theme. it. So I got it. very excited. I am a fan. I love them. I understand that people feel some type of way about friends, but turns out I don't care about those opinions because I did not ask for it, nor really oh. change my um, affiliation with watching Friends. I understand Friends was a different kind of show, um, a, a copy of another show, Living Single, obviously, but I love Living Single as well, and I love Friends. I love them both. I love all shows. Pretty much all shows that have an ensemble cast. I love it, and I watch it, and I'm here for it. So, okay. super excited. Don't come for her about Friends, y'all. Don't, don't do play. it. Don't do it. Don't play. Because I'll be getting real upset about it all. But yeah, I'm just so excited. So we'll see. I'm going to bring Hugsley. <gasps> 
Oh, that um thing that I couldn't remember was a thing. Yeah, Joey's Joey's toy. So yeah. um excited. So that'll be on Wednesday. So I will report back. Yes, I hope you win. I hope you show you. them who's boss. I the thing is you're so confident and then they ask you the question. Yeah, like, no. I've what? been to some like trivia nights that are themed around like a certain thing, like friends or whatever. And I'm always like, yeah, I know a lot about this thing. And then I get there and they ask like, they're like, what color was Chandler's tie right. when, in this? Ep-? And I'm like, okay. No so I, I, as a person who loves trivia and has played it a lot, that's not fun trivia to me. Like super obscure things that nobody would really know unless I don't even I don't even know the scenario in which someone would know that. It's not important to any story. Like it's not a fun thing for people to know. It's just like minute details that are just like data or something. Or like how many times in the first season do they say the word uh coffee or something? Right. I, I'm just like, shut up. Like I hate that kind of trivia. So I hope yes. I, I hope, hope that not- that's not the kind of trivia you <laughs> I like, hope- that would be so annoying. I really do hope it is like, you know, um, name Joey's sister who Chandler right. kissed or, right. um, you know, who, where was Paolo from? Like stuff like that I can do. And yes. So are you going to practice? Or are you going to do a little review? I'm going to do a little review, you know, as okay. I don't know if you know this, but I do own like the apartment game. I own another trivia game. I have a lot of friends trivia, so I'm going to just, you know, run through some stuff, you know, just refresh the mind. Yeah. So that's good. Thanks for listening to get funny. We hope you laughed, but if you didn't, we did. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We killed it. Crushed it.